Hello and welcome to this YouTube channel and welcome to this podcast episode. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad I'm here. I'm glad God gave us another day to see each. I don't know what I'm saying. All I'm trying to say is I'm happy you're here and I'm happy I'm here. Today's episode and today's video, today's topic is going to be a very interesting one. It's going to be about modesty. I don't, wait, before we actually start modesty talk, I don't know if y'all noticed, but I have a new mic with me. Y'all good? Y'all great? Ah, y'all like that. Y'all like that. So yeah, I have a new mic. So we're going to get, you know, up in this quality. We're going to get that extra nice crisp sound. The the mic only connects to my computer, which is where I record my podcast, but not to my YouTube video. I'm going to have to figure something out for that because this old raggedy mic will not do no more. Nope. But I have a new mic, so things are getting upgraded. We're really a We're really... What is it called? We're glowing up. We're glowing up as a channel, as a community. So, yeah. Anyways, let's just talk about modesty because I know this is a controversial one and I'm excited to get people mad. <laughs> okay, no. I don't I don't want to get people mad, but I know people don't always agree. But it doesn't matter. You know, we'll let God. We'll let God speak. So now let's talk about like I usually, every time I start a video or a podcast episode, I always talk about my story and uh, revolving the topic. So my history with modesty is not a really that like in depth. There's really, I didn't, I'm a pretty like reserved person. I'm pretty reserved and I was always shy, still am sometimes. So wearing scandalous stuff and like, I don't know, being very showy it was never like a struggle of mine. It's never something I really did. I can say the only scandalous things that I would wear are probably like leggings and crop tops and tank tops. And I personally don't even consider that that scandalous. But yeah, I never really was um permiscuous. I was gonna say promiscuous, but that's a whole other no. Was I was never really scandalous. And um, but there were times where I did wear a couple of things. You know that wasn't the greatest. And I think I was always too shy and reserved to post, like, really, I don't know, like, thirst traps. You know, that's what they call it. I was, that's what they call it. I'm like a 40-year-old woman. Anyways, I never really posted thirst traps or anything of the sort because I was like, my mom follows me on Instagram. She can't see that. But also because I was just too shy. I think the first ever thirst trap that I posted after I deleted it after, like, a day because I was like, I don't like this. And then the second thirst trap I deleted it, my mom actually was like, child, what is you you doing? And I was like, damn, you're right. So I deleted it. Um, So never was really that scandalous and never really put, I never really got into that, you know, posting very like thirst trappy pictures and stuff just because it was never me. And I felt like I had to do that because I felt like I had to conform to this over-sexualization of women in society. Some of y'all are going to call me out because I feel like people, this is a whole other topic, but I have to mention this because it goes along modesty, but I feel like as modern women, we, I feel like there's this just pushover of just being so sexual and I understand that comes with liberation, but honestly, that never really worked out for me and I felt like I was almost pressured into doing that because I thought like guys like that and most guys go for that. But all to say that I just, I was never really mod, that modest, but I also was never not that non-modest. 
now that I kind of told y'all a little bit of my story, I do want to talk about things that I've learned when it comes to modesty because now, okay, basically, I've been wanting to talk about this topic for like a really long time now, but didn't really know what to say. I didn't really have my say on it because never really struggled that bad with it, but I also didn't know where I was when it came to modesty. Like, I cared about it, but honestly, I didn't really care about it, and I also felt like so many other people already spoke about it, and it's also, like, a really touchy subject for some people, so I was just like, I'm not trying to talk about this, but I was really convicted the other day and had this huge conviction in my heart when it comes to what I wear and how I present myself, and I just felt like sharing this so this is what i've learned so far like i say and like i'm gonna keep on saying i'm not god um you know i can only say things that i've been convicted of that works for me and everyone's different everyone has their own path and journey and we should not judge other women okay from what they wear we don't even know them because i know that's a big issue in the church i know it's a really big issue so what i've learned my life does not belong to me. My life and my body does not belong to me, but it belongs to God. And as someone who wants to honor and glorify God in everything, then I'm going to dress and I'm going to act in a way that is a f- reflection of Him, but that pleases Him also. And to back this up, I have scripture. Like, in the beginning of my podcast episode, I did use a lot of scripture, and then I kind of, uh, but now I want to get back into using more scripture, so beware so 1 corinthians 6 um whoa child 1 corinthians sorry i messed up 1 corinthians chapter 6 verse 19 to 20 says or do you not know that your body is a temple of the holy spirit within you whom you have from god you are not your own for you were bought with a price so glorify god with your body glorify god with your body come on ladies Everything I say and do should bring honor and glory to God. So that includes what I wear, how I dress, and how I act. Modesty, I feel like some people also get it twisted. They're like, oh, what you wear, what you act. No, honey, because you can dress hella scandalously or whatever, but you can have a modest heart. Okay, modesty also includes the way you act and the way you like pre- present yourself and portray yourself. That really matters too. So one thing I try to also ask myself is, Am I loving God? Like, am I loving God by wearing this? Am I loving God? Am I pleasing God by dressing like this or portraying myself in this way or posting this picture? Child, because that's where I used to mess up a lot. I used to post a hello, mm, scandalous pictures. And, but yeah, am I loving God? Am I serving God by doing this and that and third? And it, like I said, it also depends on your intentions. Like, sorry, my hair. It also depends on your intentions. Like, by you wearing this item of clothing are you trying to attract attention to your body to certain body parts or like what's the big idea here like are you trying to attention attract attention on your body on yourself or are you trying to please god so and i'm not going to not to deny that is something that i have fallen short of quite a few times just wearing certain items of clothing because i know that it will attract some looks or it will like I don't know, put emphasis on certain parts of my body, which I don't think is terrible, but again, who are we trying to honor? Who are we trying to glorify? Who are we trying to elevate in our lives? It's God. It's not ourselves. It's not our body. Our our body doesn't even belong to ourselves. It belongs to God. And like I said, the Holy Spirit lives in us. We are a temple 
and knowing that we should really take care of ourselves and portray ourselves and treat ourselves with dignity and respect knowing who lives in us which is the which is god and his holy spirit and this is not to shame or to judge anyone like that's really not where i'm coming from but i'm just coming from scripture and just my own convictions like that's that's how i feel like we should i don't know portray ourselves as godly christian women and like i said this is for my christian women if you're not a christian i'm not gonna hold you to these standards because you won't understand and you won't know what the heck i'm talking about um this also goes along with standing out and being set apart from this world like i know people have this huge uh some people like especially like the younger generation has this huge debate and the older generation has this huge debate on being like the world and not being like the world yes we are supposed to be set apart we're supposed to be different so if by the things if like by the things you wear and how you act you look more like the world than a follower of christ i would say that's pretty alarming but then again the way you show yourself the way you're pre like um portray yourself does not determine your heart um but also fruits of the spirit you know what i'm saying like so there are many layers to this but i guess the point that i'm trying to say with this point is that at the end of the day our body does not belong to us but it belongs to god and with knowing that as people that want to honor and glorify god and make god really the center of our lives then we should take into account what we wear how we wear it there are tensions in wearing certain items of clothing and how we portray ourselves. Is it in a way that honors God? Because modesty, yes, that is modesty, but most importantly, it's just loving God, period. Like, that's, like, that's the core, that's the core root of modesty or of anything. It's just, are you loving God? Another point, we should not cause our brothers and sisters to stumble now 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 this is really controversial because although we are responsible for our actions we are responsible for our actions okay like if you feel that something is tempting you if you know that something will you know cause you to stumble into a sin or anything like that then walk away from it like turn away from it don't go seeking it like we do have a responsibility so in saying that, I do believe that each and every single one of us do have a responsibility to hold ourselves accountable. But then again, let's not be selfish. Let's think of others. It's hard to stay mo- like sinless. It's hard to have your eyes focused on God when already this world is so rampant with temptation and just this rampant lust and honestly promiscuity that makes it so that, you know, I don't know, like dressing a certain way or dressing non-modest you would say is more like known is more common it's even seen as better so knowing that why would we want to have that in the church where what am i trying to say wait let me rephrase what i'm trying to say basically what i'm trying to say is we on this walk with christ in this world there are already so many so many temptations and knowing that we want to stay focused on god why would we want to bring those temptations in the church? You know what I'm saying? Like this world is already has is already full of temptation. Then we as sisters and brothers 
our responsibility is to hold ourselves accountable, but to also be there for ourselves and to think of our brothers and sisters. So if I know that an item of clothing will cause that brother to, I don't know, look at me a certain way or lust at me in a way that they shouldn't, then I should think of that. I don't think, I don't know, I feel like so many people have a different perspective and I feel like people don't always agree with that, but I don't think that's wrong. I think that's good because you're thinking of that other person before yourself, which is a character of Christ. But I think it's so important, and I don't think it's fair to just, I don't know, to just put the blame, to put all the blame on the guys or on the girl, because we both deal with temptation, we both deal with lust, and if we care about our brothers and sisters, then we wouldn't want them to stumble, so therefore, we would reflect on what we can do to help that. Basically, here's a scripture. Um, Luke, Luke chapter 17, 1 to 3 says, There will always be temptation to sin, but what sorrow awaits the person who does the tempting? It would be to, oh my gosh, it would be better to be thrown into the sea with milestone hung around your neck than to cause one of these little ones to fall into sin. So watch yourselves. It literally says at the end, so watch yourselves, watch your actions, watch what you wear, watch what you say, watch how you portray yourselves and what you do. And this is basically pretty much my putting pretty uh this is basically pretty much putting my whole point into a little like nice little package. Like this world is full of temptations already. So why would you <laughs> add to that? You know? I think it's a responsibility that we have as brothers and sisters in the church to look out for our brothers and sisters, to not cause them to stumble and for them to not cause us to stumble as well. I feel like we hold we shame guys a lot for just being like I don't know not shame but we talk about guys and how they deal with all this lust and um just all this stuff but we also forget that yeah that's you know hard and they should be held accountable and they do you know have some sort of freedom in their actions and in their sinning and same for us too but we shouldn't be acting like however we want and then blame our brothers in Christ when we know our temptations. I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. I'm just trying to I'm I'm trying to say is we should just we shouldn't cause any of our other brothers and sisters to stumble. We do have that sort of responsibility. And I think that goes importantly in modesty and I feel like that's something that a lot of people don't really take into account or really care about because I feel like in this is a whole other topic and this is really controversial and I'm scared to talk about this but in women's liberation there's just a lot of like empowerment in women and like let's do whatever we want x y and z but we don't take into account that we're all human we all deal with our temptations we all deal with lust and it's just not fair to have this one side that's completely rampant and like promiscuity and then have this other side where it's like you can't like look at us you can't sexualize ourselves when we're pretty much already doing that to ourselves like i'm so sorry but wap like dude like come on now that's literally just flat out just sexualizing yourself like that's that's what it is and i think i just I don't know. I don't even want to get into that because I feel like I'm already going to get canceled and I don't even have a subscriber subscriber base. But And finally, one of my last points is that we all have our different convictions, okay? 
what can be modest for you may not be modest for someone else and that's okay and I actually have scripture to back that up okay so Romans chapter 14 1 to 3 says accept other beliefs who are weak in faith and don't argue with them about what they think is right or wrong for instance one person believes it it's right it's all right to eat anything but another believes with a sensitive conscience will eat only vegetables those who feel free to eat anything must not look down on those who don't and those who don't eat certain foods must not condemn those who do for god has accepted them like if you are convicted to just not wear crop tops never wear leggings to only wear long skirts and long sleeves and to have your hair in a like i only know the word in french in a cover in a scarf to have your hair in a scarf that's fine honey but if you feel like wearing crop tops wearing leggings and wearing tank tops is fine and you feel like you're honoring god still doing that then it is what it is at the end of the day we all have our personal convictions and we should not force anyone or we should not condemn anyone or judge anyone because first of all that's not our job okay if we judge let's right righteously judge but if we're just judging someone without knowing them that's not cool if we condemn someone that's not even our job that's god's job and god doesn't doesn't god doesn't even condemn what am i saying um i kind of went off but like i said we all have different convictions and let's not let's not just judge and be mean and just be unloving to others if we see someone wearing a crop top or a tank top i see literal i see whole like followers of christ so on so-called christians literally calling out girls and women for simply wearing like a crop top or a tank top calling them jezebels are you literally okay that is so disrespectful and so gross and the worst part is the world sees that part because of course that's the most scandalous part right the world sees that and they take that and they run with it and then they all labelize us as judging and i feel like a lot of people in the church can even agree to that and that's a whole other thing i don't even want to get into that we all have personal convictions let's just be loving and judging towards all of us i don't even know why this is still a topic like you cannot look at a girl that's wearing i don't know maybe a shorter skirt than usual and say that she's not a christian because of that like how does that even portray her heart in any sort of way like it's just so frustrating and it's so disgusting and it just gets me so mad because one of like my favorite youtubers lod jones um she like she she posted a tiktok where she was wearing a crop top and she got a hate a bunch of hate from that and she made a whole video about it like i link it somewhere i don't even know how to do that but i'll link it somewhere and like it really got me thinking like this is really disgusting and it's just not cool so let's let's stop that guys let's be loving and let's not just judge without knowing who we are and um sometimes it's just better to hold your tongue sometimes it's just better not to speak if you don't agree with someone's convictions if you don't agree with someone's way of dressing cool keep it to yourself rather that you know anyways that was pretty heated let's move on <laughs> um let's just talk about my personal convictions so basically i've pretty much went through my whole entire wardrobe and kind of like gave away the clothes that i feel do not honor and please god 
I'm also going to avoid wearing certain clothes that bring emphasis on certain certain parts of my body. And I'm I'm doing this obviously because I want to honor and please God, but also because this is something that this is something that makes me feel safe as a victim of um this is this is hard for me to say, but as a victim of sexual abuse and just being hurt as a child and also just being sexually abused and harassed multiple times, I I have to say that I was a pretty like developed child. I guess I hit puberty earlier and my body started changing earlier and I, for some reason men saw that as a way to take advantage of me. So yeah, and so like this in dressing mo- more modest and bringing less attention to my body, this is not something that just is pleasing to God, but also something that makes me feel safe and comfortable. And I feel like in the past, one thing that was really conflicting is that the I don't want to stereotype and generalize, but I feel like sometimes the world, in a sense, uh, in a way to liberate you, in a, in a way for you to feel more empowered, they kind of tell you to go haywire and to break all boundaries and to just wear whatever you want, do whatever you want, and, you know go out, whatever, screw the rules. I feel like that's the form of liberation this world gives you. And that's kind of what I tried to conform with for the longest time. And I never found any sort of healing through that. I never found peace. If anything, it was even more conflicting when it came to my sexual abuse and just my body image and that and a third. But now that I, you could say I live under these rules and I live to honor and please God and in dressing more modest, I do feel more comfortable with myself and with my body and I do feel happier and safe. And I feel like, um, yes, uh, people that aren't Christian also believe that modesty can be the way for some people. And then other people think that, you know, sex work could be the way for some people. But I, and that's whatever, cool. But I do not, do know that in general, most people, like, promiscuity, lust, sensuality, and sexual liberation is more pushed than the other, and sometimes the other is even shamed and ridiculed, like, waiting for marriage, that's, (coughs) that's a joke for some people, so, like, yeah, 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 so, um, that's that, this is, Maybe this was messy. I don't know. This was a cohesive video. I don't know if this was a cohesive podcast episode, but I hope it touched some of you. I hope you guys could relate and hope you guys took some things out of this and learned, you know, to just through anything, just seek to love and praise and honor God through everything that you do. Pray to God so that he may convict you and touch him. No, that he may convict you and touch your heart and see if that in anywhere in your heart you may be lacking or you may not be loving him in the in the fullest way that you can seek that you know seek god's face through everything you know never stop doing that and most importantly love one another do not judge okay love your neighbor as yourself i feel like some of us lack that and i do too i can't even cap that um and yeah we all have our personal convictions and just let's all love each other cool So, yeah, that's it for this episode. That's it for this YouTube video. I hope you guys enjoyed it, and I'll see you guys in the next one.